Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. Celebrating 50 years with you. Home of the Big Red Chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday. It's a wet one here in Midtown, United Statesville in St. Louis. Lots of things happening. We have an hour today, Cardinal pregame show, 1215 today. We've got a couple of guests and visitors that will drop in on us here a little bit. Uh, one from Metropolitan Sewer District, the other from Helitech. We have phone lines open for you, so we've got lots of time to talk about your questions, topics, answers, anything important about your home any buildings you're responsible, and indeed your health and safety in those places. Phone lines for you, as always, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, toll-free anywhere on the globe, 800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby. I've been around here for more than a couple decades, part of the KMOX uh, um, host family, if you will, and I welcome you the extended family of KMWX. Truly, you are the family, and frankly, we're the help, if you will. So we keep things going right here on University of KMWX. On the weekend shows, Mike Miller, myself, on through, uh, we have I, we have a good time. I, I think we uh, uh, provide a service, certainly enjoy ourselves with you, and, uh, you know, share our best knowledge and learn together some of our tough lessons. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Anything related to your home, that is, anybody important to you that has a home, a structure, many first-time homeowners out there, as well as people trying to get stuff done around the home, do it yourself, as well as hiring a professional, do it. All the various things happening. Oh, by the way, throw in this COVID pandemic on a global scale and mess up everything that gets manufactured and shipped around the world or not. And then, uh, you know, have your staccato interruptions of, oh, these guys are really sick, shut down that factory and oh oh, we got an oversupply oh great we'll get that here on this ship oh no that ship is in port it's in quarantine uh you know then you throw something in with the suez canal with a backed up freighter cargo ship uh askew and wowzer well it's hard to get anything done around here and uh so just be aware that we are in a very very busy construction world right now we are in a very a topsy-turvy world supply structure right now. And it's not going to get much better very quickly. Uh, the issue being with the COVID pandemic, things are really helping and opening and moving and improving here in the U.S. But it is a world economy and world manufacturing uh, kind of fabric, if you will, that you know there are pockets around the globe that are just still locked down and going through their various upending cycles. So, you know, regardless of whether we need it, we've got it, we manufacture, we even get the raw materials. My golly, the the world is upside down. Now, a year ago, it was medically upside down. Now it is logistically upside down. So if you call back to, you remember D-Day and World War II? I'm a big fan of all of that because of the really um, monumental nature of what happened 
And one of the biggest issues is getting supplies and food and support to the troops, to the front line, you know, point of the spear guys. Well, it's still the same way because my job at Mosby Building Arts is primarily taking the point of the spear guys, the actual carpenters, the painters, the tradesmen, plumbers, electricians, what do they need? What is necessary right now? What's the very next step? So it gets to be very... um, uh, up upside down. So the guys in charge really are responsible for making sure everybody on the project get what they need when they need it, run some interference and try and get, pro- well, golly. I mean, you know, Mosby Building Arts, we're pretty notable even on a national basis. And, you know, our pull with manufacturers, when the stuff just isn't there, or it's on a cargo ship somewhere between here and there, or it's just in Mexico and just can't quite clear customs because the customs guys are sick, you know, dealing with all the stuff happening at the border, and they wind up with COVID issues just like you and I do. So, you know, again, it, it's um, it's an in, may we live in interesting times. Uh, so anyway, home improvement, phone lines, everything related to your home is right here on CAMWEX. So we're talking about that today, um, and I invite your phone calls here as soon as you can bring them on three. 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Uh, my name is Scott Mosby. Uh, I own Mosby Building Arts. We were founded in 1947 by my dad. My father kind of um, was a natural mechanic, a really good tradesman, came out of World War II. Uh, he built and wired, uh, you know, radio towers and phone lines and then wound up building some structures for the troops and such so he came home from world war ii and he had some skills and he wound up as a carpenter and a small contractor was a custom builder on and on and on and everything that didn't quite work he figured out a better way to do that so uh, now fast forward another 30 40 years into the 70s and small remodeling projects, which is where my father gravitated after doing quite a few, you know, substantial custom homes. He didn't really want to drive that far to go further and further and further away from his home. And the company was founded in Webster Groves, by the way. So he just didn't want to drive that far and went into the remodeling. Well, it was hard to get an architect to draw an addition because it was a small project compared to a a new home or larger projects like that. Um, So he went into the design business. He started drawing up the decks and the patios and the screen porches and things like that. On to today where Mosby, we're a 10-person architectural firm inside of Mosby Building Arts. So we are as much a design and selection company as we are a construction company. Why? because that's the part that slows down everything. And now you've got, you throw the county in, St. Louis County, St. Louis City, the permit authorities, the various municipalities around St. Louis, they're having their own COVID issues as well. They have to go out to all these strain sites, visit with people they never met before, interact, inspect, try and keep themselves as safe as they can. Oh, you know, well, so they have their staccato interruptions as well. So all that is happening and uh, going on here on um the whole world that we're in now. Well, let's go right to the phone line, see what's cooking here with my friend Marsha. Hey, Marsha, Scott Mosby, good Hi. morning. Well, can I help? How can I help you? I have a question. Yeah. We are getting, well, we're redoing our kitchen, and we're getting new, we have to buy a kitchen faucet, mm-hmm. and we're debating between different brands as far as how they hold up, like the Moen and the Delta, 
mm-hmm. and the um, Kohler. And that's one question. The other question is, with with the pull down sinks, yeah. Yeah. is it best to get one with the magnet? Because I heard that the other that there's only one with the magnet, and the other uh, other than Delta, and then the other ones will pull down, and eventually they'll end up not going back into place. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm so, familiar with your question. So which is the best to get? Well, <laughs> it depends on the plumber, because if there's a counterweight, uh, and for the listeners, Marsha is asking about the pull-out faucet. When the spout comes out, you rinse the sink. One of the, the, the features I love the most in my kitchen is just a pull-out faucet. You know, that's luxury. Well, now there's a magnetic that holds it in place. The issue is the counterweight. If the counterweight is properly placed on the hose down underneath the sink, when you pull it out and you slide it back in, it's kind of like an old pendulum on a grandfather clock. When it's properly adjusted, that clock will run forever. Likewise with those pullouts. The magnet is a selling feature that, that's kind of like, how do we have something to offer that the other guys don't? So it's valid. I understand it. But I will tell you that I've had Moan, Delta, and Kohler. And the pullouts, and they all work just fine when the plumber puts that weight in the right place. So if it's a do-it-yourself installation and you don't really know what you're doing, like where that thing is or how high, how low, whatever, or what gets in the way, you can also put all kinds of stuff underneath the kitchen sink that gets in the way. So if you put a big, tall bottle of something way in the back underneath where that hose dips down underneath your faucet in the rear of the kitchen sink, that weight drops down, hits that bottle, and doesn't go any further, and you've got this pull-out that doesn't go back in. So you understand what I'm saying is it, it is up to a maintenance because even if you don't have that pull-out weight and you have the magnet, if that weight gets hung up on a tall bottle, that magnet will never get close enough to even you know latch on to the metal in the end of the spout. So don't overestimate the effectiveness of that magnet. It is a nice feature. I like it. But generally, we at Mosby, with well-installed faucets, just don't confront those pull-out, you know, things that just don't go back in. What brand would you get? Oh, I, we get them all, frankly. We do a lot of Kohler. I do like Delta. I do like Moen. They have different features. Uh, Delta's become very big into the kitchen sink. Uh, we used to, for years and years, we weren't doing much Delta. Now we do a lot of pull-out Deltas in kitchen. Uh, and they're all different price points, frankly, here. So, Marsha, there's, you know, it's like, which is better, Chevy, Buick, Cadillac, or Mercedes? Well, they're all directly related to the dollars you're willing to invest in it, and the features come along with it. You, you follow where I'm going there? Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems it, like as far as which gets repaired less, which, I mean, like we had a mowing on, in our bathroom and something broke, and they just sent us a new cartridge free of charge. Yeah, yeah. Moen and Delta are both very good about that. Uh, Kohler, we just generally don't have the problems with it to find out if that matters. But I, I just would not, I'm not going to advise one over the other or one under the other. They're all different um, price point um, faucets. They all offer many of those price points. Frankly, the one you like and the one you pick is the one that matters, really. I, I, don't, I don't mean to evade that question, but Marsha, they're all good. 
<laughs> do most plumbers, when they put in the uh, kitchen faucets, do they know about the counterweight so that it's done correctly? Yeah, the professional plumbers do because they handle them all day long every day, and it's a big deal. I mean, they're the faucets that wear out the most because we use them 20, 30, 50 times a day. I mean, I, you know, I brush my teeth in the morning a few times in the bathroom, you know, and then, you know, go to the water closet occasionally. But, you know, the kitchen sink gets used by me a lot. So they're the ones that wear out most professional plumbers. Uh, and I will not say this about handyman and do it yourself. For example, I know how to put in that faucet. I will not get that counterweight right because I just don't do it all the time, and I don't know how this brand gets better installed. That you know where. So I pick people, Marcia. I you know, I'll go to the plumber. The plumber says, "Well, I like Delta. I love doing. It. I like this faucet. It's a good one. That's the one we put in." Um, you see what I mean? Yeah. The one they're most familiar with is the one that works best. But, you know, when I go shopping, I'm looking, number one, at the style because in Moan, Delta, and Kohler, they're all top drawer brands. Okay. I I will tell you this. I have a a, uh, Kohler faucet, let's put it that way, in my home. (laughs) Does that help you? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's the best I can do for you. That because it used to be, Kohler was so far ahead. Well, Delta has come on in the last two, three, four, five years that they're now a player. Moen has always been a player. It's not as stylized. It's more affordable in the brand. But now they're coming on with some incredible looking stuff as well. So I used to be able to three years ago. I would have had a really quick answer for you. Now. They're all playing because you and I are, have just rediscovered our kitchen faucets, and inspe- instead of spending seventy dollars on a kitchen faucet, you and I are both willing to spend a hundred and seventy, two seventy, whatever it is, to get that because that's the one we use every day, all day, all the time. So, okay. Yeah. And that, does, is it with if you get a sink, is it if the drain is not in the middle, if it's mm-hmm. to the side, is that better? Is that okay, or is that not a good idea? Well, now, boy, you're getting into a big and This is why we have designers as part of Mosby Building Arts, because that drain in the bottom of the sink also has to do with how tall the arc is, how tall the faucet is, whether the arc comes out two-thirds and hits on forward two-thirds or on the back third. So the size of the faucet, the features of the faucet, the pull-out uh, sinks left, right, center, one-third from the back, center to the back, oh, two-thirds, from, all that's Now we're designing end with thousands of options here Um, that is why we wound up in the design business as well because we would put in and do a great job installing a sink and a faucet and then the homeowner would say well the water splashes when I turn it on it's like well you picked it out so this is where we do business with specific people in specific showrooms and we I like to say we buy people because typically if it's a really really good um, plumbing showroom person that's who we go to and uh, we don't use a whole lot of suppliers because they keep that answer from being your right answer they take you right into that and say well this one splashes here so this combination of faucet and sink these are good this faucet if you're going to get that bigger one now your you know drains in the wrong place you're, you that spout's going to come out hit that um 
the basket in the bottom and splash all over. You see what I mean? Yeah. You need somebody to take you through that on a person-to-person basis to get that one right. It, Is it's there a like, specific plumbing company you would suggest? Uh, we do a lot of business with uh, Crescent Plumbing. We do a lot of business with Ferguson as well. Um, and, uh, it, it, and it's not to say that the other showrooms, but uh, going to a big box store is a totally different experience than going to one of these professional showrooms with people trained to answer that question. Okay. You see what I mean? And you're yes. going to pay more for it because their price is higher because they have to pay those better people better and on and on and on in the displays. And, and it's a different experience. It's a different quality up and down the food chain. And with that, it's a little higher price as well. You get what you pay for. Right. How's that? Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Marsha. I need to get going here. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Take care. Good morning, Homer. This is the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. Celebrating 50 years with you. Home of the Big Red Chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, home improvement it is. Rain in the Midwest right now. Phone lines open for you to be part of this show. 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120. With me now, I have a MSD Metropolitan Sewer District uh, person, Bess McCoy. Bess, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Hello, are you there? Yes. There, yes. Good morning, Beth. Scott Mosby here. How can I help you there on KMOX? Welcome. And we have rain today. How does that relate to what we're here to talk about? Yeah, Scott, thanks so much for having me on. Um, You know, we're here today to talk about Know Your Zone, and Mm -hmm. that is MSD's Flood Awareness Initiative. Uh, Now, Scott, I have to be clear about this. MSD is not a flood authority, and we also don't cover the costs from flood damages under any of our programs. But a lot of our customers reach out to us when they experience flooding. And so we know that most of them are not aware of their flood risk to begin with. Um, and they also don't know that flooding is not covered by their regular homeowner's insurance. So, uh, you know, especially this time of year, but really all year round, we want to make sure people are aware of their flood risk and also give them the tools and information they need so that they can protect themselves ahead of time. Uh, best where do they start? How do they find out the flood zone? I know purchasing a home, you know, identifies that or not, but it's not necessarily part of the conversation. Um, you know, th- this is very timely with the rain we're having today. Where do, where do we start as homeowners? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you live in a flood plain, uh, you're you're going to know ahead of time when you buy your house that you live in a in a high risk zone. But we're really trying to reach those people who live in low or moderate risk zones. Um, and that's because everyone lives in a flood zone. And uh, about one in every five flood insurance claims comes from those low or moderate risk zones. Uh, wow. These are people who aren't going to be warned ahead of time when they purchase their home. And they might not know that flood insurance is something you have to get in addition to your regular homeowner's insurance. Uh, so your listeners, they can find out their individual flood risk zone by going to knowyourzone.org. Uh, we have a lot of tools and information there, including a tool where you can enter your address and actually find out your unique flood zone. 
Well, I appreciate knowing this because we, too, get phone calls on, you know, water uh, in the basement, whatever it is, sometimes water coming through the front door on, on runoff. Uh, it, it's a big deal, and, and it's, a, it's the same hard conversation that, you know, natural home in, homeowners insurance does not cover this. And uh, there's some serious gnashing of teeth of this time. So uh, keep going here. This is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a lot of those conversations myself, Scott. And, you know, if I can reach one person, uh, let them know that anywhere it rains, it can flood and make sure that they're aware that if they experience flooding, they have to have that insurance ahead of time. Uh, You know, I've done my job well because those are very tough conversations. You know, Scott, the average flood insurance claim is about $35,000. So, uh, you know, that's that's not a small chunk of change. It's a lot of money, uh, and it's very tough for those homeowners who just aren't aware ahead of time and are, and are really caught off guard. Well, it's, it's such a low cost. I mean, low-risk flood coverage is, you know, minor, and $35,000 on the average. And, and it's, you know, so I've had people that, oh, I'm fine. I've got a big, uh, you know, sewer, stormwater sewer in my backyard. It's like, yeah, but your neighbors haven't picked up the debris and trimmed the trees in years. That <laughs> stuff's all going to plug up that drain and you're going to wind up swimming in your kitchen. You know, so all the, well, it can't happen for to me. It's like, you know what, for, you know, less than a few hundred dollars, you can get this fixed and just be insulated from that, insured. Yeah, you've got that right. You know, flooding is the number one natural disaster in the United States. And with the changing weather patterns, we're we're seeing a lot more of these heavy rains that are concentrated in one area. So even if you don't live near a creek or stream or even, you know, a river, uh, flooding can still happen where you live. And, uh, you know, we just want to make sure people understand that and also understand what they can do to protect themselves. Well, I, my apologies to you. You do take the uh, the bullet, it seems, when there's water anywhere, uh, Metropolitan Sewer District gets blamed for it. So I, I, I understand why you're trying to get the word out, because your job is to treat sewage. Uh, and, you know, it, it's not necessarily, you know, to, to fix flooding houses. So uh, you get all the phone calls and it's like, no, that's the other guys. <laughs> We do. So. And, you know, Scott, one of the, the major things that people get confused is uh, a lot of folks think that if there's water in their home, that's a flood. Um, but there are two different ways you can get water in your home. Uh, one of those would be overland flooding, what we're talking about today, which which MSD does not assist with. But if you do experience a basement backup, that's where MSD comes in. So if yeah. water comes in through a floor drain or if your toilet in the basement is overflowing, uh, that is MSD. And depending on what causes that we do have programs to assist with that but we want to make sure people are aware that flooding can also get in through uh, cracks in your foundation it can get in through if you don't keep your window wells clean or uh, if you have a door in your basement maybe the drain isn't cleared and, uh, that's that's where we're not able to assist frankly you know we don't have the authority or the resources yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, just to our listeners, uh, frankly, knowyourzone.org and a phone call to your homeowner's insurance agency really matters because this is easy to uh, insure. It's very affordable. You can't necessarily avoid it, but you can dodge the bullet of a $35,000 water problem. And it could be just a bursting pipe in your house, you know, which we call boiler insurance, boiler drain, or, and it, it just a bursting pipe. Well, it's 
anyway, that's what the industry calls it. But it's it's very affordable uh, to purchase this insurance. KnowYourZone.org. What does it look like when I log in and take a look at this thing? Yeah, so when you first log in, you're going to see some just general information about flooding and flood risk um, and some resources there. Uh, but then if you click the button to uh, find out your individual flood risk, you'll be able to enter your address. It'll pull up a map. Um, we actually get those maps from FEMA. So those are your FEMA flood zones. Um, and it'll take you to your house and you'll see kind of a color-coded uh, map showing what your flood zone is. Um, and like I said, you know, even if you don't live in a high flood risk zone, uh, you know, you still do have some risk. About one in every five claims comes from those low or moderate risk zones. Well, best, here's the part that uh, surprised me. Even if I checked two or three years ago and I was good, doesn't FEMA update those maps? And, you know, so the rules and the boundaries change. I mean, isn't it in my best interest to go check again? It is, yes. They they update their maps frequently based on, you know, changing topography, um, changing in, uh, you know, development in your area. So uh, mm-hmm. absolutely, even if you knew your zone uh, a few years ago, take a look. It might have changed. Um, and also, Scott, it's important to keep in mind that it takes about 30 days for that flood insurance to take effect. So mm-hmm. it's not something that you want to wait on, uh, especially this time of year where we're seeing increased rain. My gosh. And we've got the skies opening up. I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen Noah building any arcs here recently, but uh, good <laughs> night. I, I think seen things fall out of the sky that I didn't think would come in that quantity. So uh, knowyourzone.org. That's right. Knowyourzone.org. Find out your flood risk and then talk to your insurance provider and see if flood insurance is right for you. Say that one more time, maybe two more times, Bess. <laughs> <laughs> knowyourzone.org. And, uh, you know, I can't emphasize this enough. Everyone lives in a flood zone, and anywhere it rains, it can flood. So talk to your insurance provider, see about flood insurance, see if it's right for you. Easy to avoid, expensive to fix. Do it now. (laughs) Absolutely. Best, thank you very much. I much appreciate the uh, proactivity and reaching out and trying to get this word out. So uh, congratulations, and uh, thanks for taking care of business. Thank you, Scott. All right, Bess McCoy, or Bess, uh, yeah, sorry, Bess McCoy of uh, Metropolitan Sewer District, or MSD as we call it. Uh, Stay tuned and see what's cooking here. Phone lines are open, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Coming up next, I have another guest. Likewise, Helitech, he's standing by in the uh, wings. We will get back with you here on KMOX after this of message from our sponsors. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. Celebrating 50 years with you. Home of the Big Red Chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, tis spring, spring rains, uh, water falling from the sky. We're going to have, uh, we will have rain throughout the day and various things. We're going to try and get the Cardinal baseball game in here uh, a little bit after the home improvement show. So stay tuned, more things coming on there. But we've, uh, we might have a window. We'll know more when uh, Megan Lynch updates us later, top of the hour. Uh, with me now, I have Brian Cox from Helitech, and he is out in the world dealing with wet and leaking basements. Brian, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to KMOX. Hey, good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know with the rain and such, uh, waterproofing, foundation repair, and the deep freeze winter we've had, I'll bet you're pretty busy. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you're right, Scott, that all of the things you just mentioned certainly uh, pick up our business this time of year. You know, you get the melting snow and, and ice and, and the saturation starts on the ground. And then when the skies open up, as you mentioned earlier, and start uh, these soaking rains, uh, it causes several issues uh, around the home that we fix from a uh, uh, you know retroactive standpoint. But uh, there's a lot of things that homeowners can do from a proactive standpoint that we like to get the word out on to, to try to help kind of prevent some of these issues. Well, walk us through those, Brian. What what can a homeowner do? I mean, today is a little bit wet. Maybe not the day to get at it, but uh, maybe it is. Uh, what what do I do as a homeowner to, you know, maximize my success of a you know good dry basement? Yeah, it's interesting, Scott. You mentioned on a, on a wet day like this. Sometimes some of the things you you can do on a wet day is kind of look around and and uh, you know if you have an opportunity to to be outside with an umbrella or uh, you know uh, kind of look around and see are are my gutters overflowing? Uh, are there areas where water is pooling around my house? Uh, you know things like that. You can only see when it's uh, raining. I've been in the industry for over 15 years and uh, met with thousands of homeowners, and and I hear a lot of folks say, you know, I'm going to have to get back out here when it's raining and see, you know, really what's going on. But uh, so so that's kind of a starting point when it's raining. But when it's dry and you're able to look around, look for things like, you know, is my landscaping uh, slope, is my grade sloping away from the home? Uh, are my gutters, that's a big one, Scott, are my gutters dumping next to the foundation and, and contributing to a lot of water next to the home, which is ultimately collecting in the area around the foundation and can cause some serious damage to homes. So those are things you really want to really want to look for are my concrete slabs broken or sloping back towards the home are my window wells filling up with water is there debris covering up drains like you mentioned earlier in the show things like that yeah i call those self-inflicted wounds when you have avoidable yeah. things <laughs> that are causing you that are making the water go to your basement uh and right. it's important to note that you know whether you buy a new home or an existing home downspouts just come down to the base of the foundation and generally the the standard practice is you know just a a splash block well that doesn't do anything to get the water away from the foundation yeah, yeah it's interesting scott you know when a home is built, it's essentially, I, I tell folks a lot, it's like a large swimming pool that's dug in the ground initially, and then the concrete foundation is poured, and then the area around the home, we refer to that as the backfill. So essentially, the dirt that was previously dug up is pushed back into the hole and sort of tamped back down and graded. But that soil is never really as dense as the original soil, the virgin soil that was dug up. So what tends to happen is, you know, I hear a lot of homeowners say, you know, I have a high water table. And, you know, in some cases, depending on where you live in the area, we cover a very, very wide area of the company I work for. And uh, depending on where you, you live, you may have a high water table. But what a lot of folks yeah. experience is, is what we call a false water table or the clay bowl effect. So that backfill <laughs> area around your home really holds a lot of water. And the more it builds up there, the more pressure and the more issues that, that come from that. So the downspouts are a large contributor because in a normal rain, Scott, in, in an hour, in a, in a normal, like a, sort of some of the heavier rains like we're having today, it could be, you know, a thousand gallons plus of water dumping right into that bowl, essentially filling the pool around your house, if you will. Sure. So those are things that really can help if you're, if you're cognizant of that. Yeah, and it's a, it's a basement. It's not a boat. You know, it, it, right. it, it's not waterproof, you know, vessel. It's, it's uh, it, it leaks. Well, Brian, uh, how, how do we get a hold of you? What's, uh, what's the easiest way to get these things checked up? 
Yeah, so uh, a couple things you can do. You can go to helitechonline.com. Uh, you, there's a lot of resources there, Scott. You can you can see some videos, some testimonials, of uh, basically some case studies of things that that we have done. Uh, you can reach us at our one eight hundred number, so one eight hundred two four six nine seven two one. Uh, you can reach us directly through there. We give free estimates, Scott. We can come out. We, you know, our focus as a company is to analyze the problem, figure out exactly what's going on, uh, and then have a, a course of action that makes the most sense for the homeowner, whether it's us or a contractor partner that we can refer that can really help them. Uh, that's what we're going to be focused on when we come out to look at these issues. All right. Well, Brian, thanks for taking time out of your day, uh, getting a little time crunched here. Uh, Cardinal baseball coming up. Brian yeah. Cox, Helitech, 800-246-9721. Thanks, Brian. Much appreciated. Thank, thank you so much, Scott. Have a good day. All right. Home improvement. Scott Mosby, KMOX, back for more after this. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. Celebrating 50 years with you. Home of the Big Red Chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Busy wet morning here in St. Louis uh, and the uh, MSD. Thank you to Bess McCoy for visiting. Also, knowyourzone.org, O-R-G. Know your zone to find out what your probability of getting a wet flooding of any kind uh that's the first thing to visit number two call your insurance agent and find out on your homeowner's insurance what coverage you need to take care of overland flooding which is rain runoff stuff where we're happening that's happening today uh and then likewise a bursting pipe inside your house uh not necessarily part of the know your zone but another way that you can economically ensure a boiler coverage which means a bursting pipe of some sort in your house let's go to the phone lines talk to my friend jim hey jim good morning welcome to cam wax how can i help you sir yes sir scott uh yeah i have uh, uh metal buck uh what i call metal buck windows in the basement uh that are embedded in the concrete and i was going to ask you what kind of concrete i mean what kind of caulk to uh, use around the perimeter of those uh the first thing what are you trying to do here jim I just seal the edges of them. Uh, you know, they've expanded and over the years and uh, made a gap and things like that around the con- at the concrete edge. Okay, uh, I prefer uh, not uh, silicone. Uh, silicone is Correct. not necessarily made to go to concrete. Uh, so right. either a, uh, um, a a latex, which would be my second choice. My first choice is a urethane, uh, one part urethane. Uh, you'll know it because it's going to be more like seven or eight dollars a tube in the hardware store, as opposed to two, three, or four. Uh, but a, a urethane, one part urethane. Uh, some of the brands are M D, Macklinburg, Duncan, uh, Vulcan, V U L K E M is another one. But the issue is uh, some. Something that is worth the effort because getting it clean and dry, chip any loose cement around, scrape the concrete off of the metal window frames, uh, and basically, um, you know, caulk around that area. Also, be aware that sometimes water coming down behind brick and siding above the window, 12 inches higher, uh, can actually dump water into uh, or, you know, down into the concrete, you know, and, and rest the these bucks out, you know, these metal windows as well, too. So be, be, be prepared for that. Any uh, how, to, how to alleviate that scenario, then? 
Well, you really can't. It's uh, a lack of flashing. We see it a lot with brick houses, brick veneer where you have frame, and uh, there's normally a piece of plastic that comes down and a little piece of plastic just between the brick and the concrete. If that is not there and you have brick, you're going to have problems with these windows rusting, and then I would advise you not to caulk these windows, and they will rust and anyway. not so, so that they and drain out. And they will out rust anyway. Way. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. I gotcha. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, Jim, thanks for the call. Good topic, by the way. Stay tuned. We've got Cardinal baseball coming up. I'll be with you for a few minutes after the top of the hour. News, weather, and sports, much to talk about. Megan Lynch is loaded for bar here on KMOX.